0: keep running, running, and running, running, and running, running, and running, running, and running, Everybody and welcome to episode 132 of the Weird Science Marvel Comics podcast. I'm Jim. I'll be joined by Brandon in just a little bit. But before we go on, let me tell you all about our podcast and where you can find us on the internet. You can go over to Twitter, and that is WS Marvel Comics. And if you follow us, we'll follow you back 100%. And we're creepers creeping and creeping like that. You can also go to our website, which is WeirdScience.com marvelcomics.com Where We review almost every Book that comes out each week From Marvel we usually drop those Reviews at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday New comic book day even Other days we have a bunch of previews Some retro reviews stuff like that So you can go check that out and we Also have a Patreon for you if you Want to support us but also get up to 30 shows a month 30 episodes of all these different Shows including a lot of Marvel DC indie comic stuff some non comic stuff but you go over to patreon.com slash weird science and you can check those out and sign up if you sign up at any point during the month you do not get charged immediately you will be charged the following month and if you don't like what you hear and quit before the first of that following month you will never be charged a cent so it is pretty much a free trial up until then Hopefully not abused. That has happened, but you end up one of the big shows that you can listen to. One thing that me and Brandon do every Wednesday night is the Patreon only spotlight, where two books that are picked by the bad butts of the fresh dark hoopy poop end up being discussed. Usually lasts around an hour for those two books. It's just another podcast. And this past week we ended up doing Jessica Jones Blind Spot Number no. One and Revenge of Cosmic Ghost Rider. Number two, I like Jessica Jones' blind spot a lot. Brandon liked Cosmic Ghost Rider, Revenge of Cosmic Ghost Rider, number two, a little more than I did. But you get that uh, this coming up week with not a ton of books coming up. You end up having a four-way tie right now as I speak, four-way tie between Web of Venom, Good Son, number one. Rollins of Ravencroft, Dracula number one Guardians of the Galaxy number one And Atlantis Attacks number one uh, So at least two of those are bound to be a Patreon-only spotlight I told you it comes out every Wednesday night So new comic book day You can settle down or wait until Thursday morning Because it does come out a little later on Wednesday night But you have something else to tide you over until the Friday show And then this Monday show So that is just there but I'm not going to delay any further. We're going to go off with me and Brandon talking Symbiote Spider-Man Alien Reality number 2. All right, and I'm here with Brandon yep. and we're going to talk about Symbiote Spider-Man Alien Reality number 2. And this is a book that we sort of protested when it first came out because we were a little <laughs> PO'd the about to the number first one, the series, yeah, the first series. Yeah, that first mini we really thought ended crashed a bunch hard. Of it really did.
1: After yeah, we were enjoying it,
0: most of it, and pretty much ended with nothing happening. So we we're like, okay, you don't have a story. I'm out. And what ended up happening? I had a couple people ask, hey, why aren't you doing the new symbiote Spider-Man? I told them because we were p.o'd And then they said, oh man, you you gotta get this because uh, you know you. I have symbiote Spider-Man learning magic from Dr. Strange. I'm like, all right, I'll check it out. And I did like the first issue. So I figured we will do the second issue here because there's a bunch of books, but not a lot that we would cover and whatnot. So I figured we'll add this one in. And it is symbiote Spider-Man alien reality. Number two, written by Peter David, pencils by Greg Land, inks by Jay Lyston, colors by Frank DeMata. And letters by VCs Joe Sabino, and they have that Daily Bugle recap page that yeah. annoys me. Yeah, it it doesn't really doesn't really give I you much information no, at all. I just want a regular recap page, <sighs> yeah. but it's fine. Uh, I'll it, give you the solicit. That it really reminds you of Bendis, doesn't it? Yeah, that it screws me up with yeah. the whole you know Daily Planet Twitter page. And that drives me nuts At least this tells the story of what's going on And doesn't go out of continuity Because it's kind of a story that lies in a gray area anyway But the solicit is The menace of Hobgoblin continues Peter Parker's world's turned upside down But is it for the better? What's so different about this world That Spider-Man would want to stay? Guest starring Doctor Strange And you go and at the end of the last issue You ended up having Hobgoblin attack Peter And he got away with the help of Turning invisible from Doctor Strange He didn't realize it was Doctor Strange And it is Hobo Doctor Strange, not sexy Doctor Strange. No. And it was funny when it ended, pretty much all Doctor Strange wanted was a sandwich. That's all he wanted. Yeah, can we go get a sandwich? And they do go, and it's weird because I will tell you one thing. Earlier in it, I know that Peter says he doesn't have exact change when he ends up in that first issue hitting that bus, but I kind of got the idea that he might not have any money himself, yeah. but he does. Well, he they make jokes about it.
1: that when he's got his red costume on. I don't know why this one would be any different. Yeah,
0: yeah. he could end up ziplining and, and stealing some stuff. That was, that was a, the
1: main probably takeaway from the Tom Taylor
0: run is he, he stuck yeah.
1: things in his underwear.
0: Yeah, he did. Well, he is here in the symbiote suit, though. I guess he has money somewhere. But he does, you know, they get what appears to be a root beer float for Peter there, which I like root beer It's like when
1: you were a kid and you played basketball, you always stuck like a dollar in your sock.
0: Nah, yeah, that's what I did, and then uh, you know I'd see you, and I'd go and steal it. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. I do. I used to carry uh, my uh, money in my sock a lot yeah. uh, because oh, I, man, was I was a guy a that was who wore a spot. lot of shorts and stuff. Yeah, uh, and so you end up with them talking at this diner. And you really are trying to kind of, okay, what's going on? And if you want to know, if you haven't read this and you're more of a DC guy, maybe you're both, it is pretty much a weird version of Flashpoint in my mind that isn't caused by the good guys. It's caused by the bad guys. And in a kind of a, I think a clever way of why you end up still having Spider-Man or you still have Doctor Strange. Now, Doctor Strange is not the Sorcerer Supreme. He is the Hobo Supreme here. Uh, and he explains he what happened. knows a couple because, tricks still, though. Well, he knows tricks. It seems like he has relics. He doesn't know, you know, he can yeah, teach he's trying Peter to remember magic. his
1: tricks, per se. Yeah, yeah he doesn't
0: right. have any magic, but he can seem to be able to teach Peter that, like the Hobgoblin seems to have learned some basic magic uh, because they ended up, the bad guys, stole the book of God, the word of God. And that was what we saw at the beginning when Black Widow and him found that in the number one. They stole that, and with that it seems like they have warped reality. And so you end up seeing, you know, what appears to be uh Ned breaking into the uh the sanctum sanctorum and uh they end up, you know, pretty much stealing this book, getting it. They used it to do this. And Peter says why, why the heck are we still here them? Why would they let us continue on? And I thought that this was a pretty cool idea of why they would do it—pretty much to gloat. Yeah, you know that are He, Doctor Strange, says to Peter, "Well, we don't have power, though." Peter still has most of his stuff. I think which it's is a, just the symbiote suit solely. Yeah, and, and so that made it over. But still, you would think that they would have done. Now, I have something really wrong later with what hobgoblin does and i think that he goes against the plan and i don't know if it was a mistake that he's gonna well, he be is hobgoblin rid- look at him he's a well, monster well he is and, and the thing is the weird thing is is reading this you kind of get the idea that hobgoblin's behind it all it seems like there's more people involved that hobgoblin took the book to somebody gave it to them learned some magic and not because he ends up dr strange saying They did this. They, you know, not just Hobgoblin and Hobgoblin really doesn't know a lot of magic. In fact, it backfires on him a little bit later. Um, But the whole idea that this world has changed, they're trying to come to a grip with it. And they pretty much Dr. Strange wants pretty much Peter to reenact what Hobgoblin did and to break in, you know, the, the sanctum, the book. steal the book himself, you know, and it, almost like it's going to be easy peasy. You know, I'll teach you a couple spells, you know, maybe I'll teach you how to make a coin disappear. Right. <laughs> stuff like that. And uh, you, you could sit on my Salt lap. We'll talk about half. what pops yeah. up, you know, stuff like that. Uh, but we'll we'll do that. Now, there is going to be a little bit of a bump in the road here because you end up where Dr. Strange says, I will teach you the magic you'll need to do. I somehow my mind's blocked from it. I can't do it myself, but I know it. I still know the. you know, it's almost like it, it's me. You know, I I'm an old man. I am an old man who's desperately trying to stay young and, and I'm losing that. Battle. It's, it's and almost the, the like idea one of
1: the tricks is you have to rub your belly and pat your head and you yeah, he just maybe, can't maybe. do it. Peter, What has I'm to saying do
0: it. is it's like and you are a prime example. It's almost as if we want to go play, say, a recreational basketball game against, uh, you know, staff or, or <laughs> faculty versus kids. Yeah. You go out there. This has happened to Brandon twice in the. Well, well, most schools have this where you play faculty in some sort of sport. It's usually the sport that your uh, that your school is better at. You yeah, know, yeah, the, in our school, it ended up being hockey. So I ended up going and being on the kid's side of it a lot. And uh what you end up doing is Brandon there, he remembers all the moves, right? But somehow he couldn't do the moves Less because he memory. ended up. Doesn't work so well knee. when you don't have those muscles yeah. anymore. And I, I'm telling you, I'm now on the whole thirty diet, and I'm really, really trying to get. I actually said to Tanya the other day, I think I may start trying to get back to playing hockey. And she said, "Here we go." Oh, she she knows I won't. The monsters I'll coming die. back. I've never really been hurt that much. the The hurt that I get are people just punching me in the face because yeah. I'm a jerk. But so, Doctor Strange knows the maneuvers. He just doesn't have the magic. So he thinks that he, and he's blocked from it, it seems. So it seems like he's just going to teach Peter. Peter wants no parts of it. He's like, yeah, that doesn't seem like my thing. Dr. Strange. And again, I think that the dialogue is really well played out. Even when Peter says, well, you're, you saved me. You turned me invisible. So you do have some magic. No, no, no. I have some help. Shows and he said that. Ring, as, yeah. yeah. And he has his ring there as he was being attacked by the mindless ones who came to drive him out of the sanctum uh he ended up grabbing some relics and so he, he you know unfortunately one of them wasn't the word of god book but he he ends up getting those already gone unfortunately yeah yeah so he, he he runs out grabs that but he wants to teach him Peter says i'm not going to do that and even dr strange in a in a cool i think kind of foreshadowing that peter's going to learn magic pretty quick because the idea of dr strange saying i was a surgeon who did not believe in magic so you're one up on me. At least you know it exists. So yeah, I think that that's a hint. Like we're going to get a montage here, and he's going to learn it. But at this point, he doesn't care. He calls Aunt May. He wants to see what's going on in his world. Aunt May answers the phone. And they're like, "Oh man, you know how about those Mets?" And she says, "Oh, you're confusing me with your Uncle Ben." Not really revealing that when Peter goes home, Uncle Ben's alive. Him. Him this is face, this yeah. is the thing that I thought was the coolest play here by whoever is involved with the Hobgoblin because of the fact that you are starting to have a thing where they're setting it up that Peter's not going to want to change this, this world for him. Yes. The bad guys kind of have control, things like that, but there's the chance like a flashpoint with Barry Allen. When he goes, his mom's alive and this you know you can overlook a lot of things when uncle ben's alive with aunt may it's not one of those like tit for tat deal where uncle ben answers and says what are you talking about your aunt may died five years ago they're together and this is why i thought hobgoblin played it awfully because he then attacks them peter goes home he's having a grand old time yeah. he's kind of getting used to the whole idea oh my god my uncle ben's alive maybe this world is better maybe you know one of the worst things is, is that the mets were bought by george steinbrenner if you're a mets fan <laughs> yeah, that, I, you, that know, you might be a little upset about that but Then again, you know, the Yankees won. So you end up, and I'm a Yankees fan, so that's that's a diss, but I'll I'll diss Steinbrenner as well. But then he gets the spider sense. Hobgoblin comes in and attacks, and you end up having Uncle Ben and Aunt May then see that Peter's Spider-Man. Hobgoblin comes in and yells, Hey, Spider-Man, I found you. You know, let's go on guard, and starts to fight. And you end up where they're going, going. And then Hobgoblin just takes off and blows up the house, and kills Aunt May, pretty much taking away the one thing that would I have know. kept Peter you know, there. Yeah, he does
1: total reverse of his current life. Yeah. So Uncle Ben's left, and Aunt May. But yeah. Uncle Ben uh, saw him turn into Spider-Man and so hates now he's him partially. Yeah, so that's what I'm Spider-Man. saying. The whole
0: thing of this ends up being terrible. You just ruin the yeah. one. That, you know, you ended up having kind of a deal with Spider-Man. Peter saying. You know what? This might not be so bad. Let me check in on some other people. I mean, if Ben's alive, let's go find Gwen Stacy. Let's see what's going on here. And so, but you well, never he's get got that Mary far. Jane Black Cat
1: from last issue, doesn't? Yeah, it?
0: yeah. Well, it's 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 actually uh, Natasha. It, oh, it ends up being yeah, it's not Mary Jane. It would have been cool, I think that would. But it is well, see, Black I Widow, didn't Black read Cat. That part. I was yeah, Black through. Widow is Black Cat, and she started making out with Peter in the first deal because he's like Felicia, and she has red hair. And it's Natasha. And he seemed to be liking the smoochings. Yeah. It's what he he seemed to start getting into it. But again, you have a setup where it seems as if this world is set up to, you know, pretty much screw Doctor Strange and laugh at him because he's a hobo. <laughs> no. I don't know what happens in this yeah. world where he can't get a job. That—that's the one thing he can't. He uh, how long surgeon, has he been doing this? Of, has it just
1: been that, like, I don't know? Because Peter just got looked, knocked out yeah. last issue, woke up, and it was like this. So, yeah,
0: yeah. So, but i it's like they've been living their whole world here when you change a reality and you go the hobo Doctor Strange. And another big thing with the attack when you do have this fight between Peter and Hobgoblin is Hobgoblin does try to use the bands of Sidorak you know pretty much and that I thought was kind of a funny deal well that was the funny thing I thought because you end up where that's used so much and Dr. Strange pointing out that Hobgoblin knows the basic things I'm like everybody's seen the bands of Sidorak so many times that yeah you get that that's the one generic spell Uh, but it, it backfires he uses it against himself and that's where Peter said and the weird thing is is the progression I actually thought that Peter had all like that. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, we—I th- thought that Doctor Strange might have taught him su- But no, I look back, I, like I, I went back. Agility. No, it is—it it backfired. He's way, just yeah. not good. And uh, yeah, but killing Aunt May, though he may not have thought he was doing that, but it kind of feels like he wanted to kill everybody. It really takes away. The, the thing that would have made Peter not really fight back too much and then it inspires him. You end up having Natasha Black Cat come saying, are you okay there? Get out of here. The police are showing up. You are now, you know, guns drawn at you. He goes back to find hobo. Doctor Strange is just standing on. He's standing on the rooftop, and in my mind, he is looking to see if he can maybe set up a tent there. Like he's already starting to make his hobo plans because he's been a hobo for life. He's thinking of making hobo chili. <laughs> yeah, all these things. He's like, well, I got this coat. I could probably cut that up. It'll kind of be like. Some, I can chew on in the stuff summer, like that. Not too cool. Yeah, yeah. In the He's winter. like, this is pretty cool. I could be up here. I, I got a view. And the police come. Hey, buddy, you got to get out of here. And that's where Spider Man then shows up, and the funny thing is, again, the the cop goes, "I don't have to deal with this now." Maybe he's security, but he does look full out police. Well, the police should be on the radio right now saying, "Spider Man is out there and he has wanted." This guy just skidaddles; he gets the heck out of there. And yeah, you have symbiote Spider Man, Peter say, "Teach me, teach me everything." And then again, I like the series when I see that next cover as. You know, symbiote S- Spider Man as with the, the Sorcerer Strange. Supreme. Yeah. I'm like, now nah, that's cool. And I, I do like this. And I think that it's well played in the thing where we didn't like the end of that last symbiote Spider Man mini. This does change it up. This this isn't just let's go around and chase after Mysterio some more yeah. and do nothing. This really does know, change it up. Like now, a,
1: yeah, it's definitely a concoction of two different and, ideas. And though. you're on
0: issue two. I really, really wish, though, that we got one more issue. Like maybe this issue would have been the issue for Peter to go around and see what's going down, see what's different, because that's the fun stuff of this. You know, see if maybe half the villains are heroes here. Maybe they're not there. It it would be a neat thing to see what's what. But we kind of just see Uncle Ben, you know, pretty much the wow factor of Uncle Ben. And then May just dies right away. It seems very quick. But I did like it. I, and again, I know that it's one of those things that it seems to be set up that if you end up liking the art, uh, you know, by uh, Greg Land, you kind of, you know, you're a piece of crap or something yeah, because of how he I goes about. I always feel that way too, but I, I yeah. don't, I've lost that I like shame. It. I just enjoy it. I like it. Uh, the only thing that I do, and it's almost to the point, and it's almost like it's not Alex Ross type of deal, but it's almost like the, the moving comic version of that. It gets very close to me of being that good at points. I didn't like his uncle Ben though no uh, he, i know he, his he face looked, off. looked
1: all smushed he looked like a frog yeah i know it
0: like, was that look, they, look, they kind of frog. pulled him right out of the coffin right as yeah, he yeah yeah really yeah and there's uncle ben i'm like who who are you at first i'm like i think that's aunt may i don't know and, uh, <laughs> when peter ends up where you do have uncle ben opening the door and peter's there and like oh my god that looks awesome i mean there's a lot of things that look really really good i will tell you that it's a very quick read because greg land does very big panels yeah the, the fight scenes are very big but you don't have to extend these you know that much so i i really like it i like the setup i just wonder why hobgoblin went a- and ruined the one thing that like i said would have kept peter there but it does have that flashpoint type idea where i thought we'd get to the end where he would say i don't know if i want to get rid of this world but you kind of get rid of that right away and maybe that's the play here but I, i'm gonna give it a seven five I, I really like the art i like the story I, i'm back on with the symbiote spider-man deal it better not screw us at the end it better not be a non-ending again or yeah. I, I will slice somebody Big probably you uh, <laughs> i will go up to buffalo and i will slice you one and then i'll slice the you, you. and i'm sure right now on the porch of your house you probably have the salt to put on the deal yeah. no i think you have the salt i'm gonna put that salt in the wound then I, and then I throw I you down just the ice. Out. I go get some,
1: to be, we honestly. did too. Yeah, it
0: snowed this weekend, <laughs> yeah. and uh, none of my kids—I have, you know, seventeen kids—and none of them shoveled, so I had to shovel. But uh, what would you give it?
1: Uh, I'm gonna give it a seven eight. I really actually really? enjoyed the start. I read about half of the first issue before we started here, so I, I got to finish that. But you know, I got the gist of what was going on enough from just the start of this issue, and you know. It sucked me in. I like the hobo Dr. Strange character and and Peter's reluctance at first, but willingness by the end uh, because of the, you know, flip-flop with Aunt May and and, uh, Uncle Ben there. Um, It it is. It reminds me a lot of the first series where, you know, we liked the first four or whatever it was, and then five came along only really to kind of wrap up everything quickly and set this up. So uh, here we are, and, and, you know, I'm going to enjoy what we got until maybe the end does it again to us. But for now, it's pretty good.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. A lot of hobos in Buffalo. I think they'd get the heck out yeah, of there. We got a right? few. Except those guys you hang out with at the, the games and those hobos yeah. wearing their uh, wearing their vests. Those are but, hobos uh, with homes, so. though. Yeah, really. I would think that hobos get out of Buffalo. They're they're smarter yeah. th- than the regular residents. Get the heck still, out. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they should. But not be smarter. many. Not many in Quaker town. New York, York City. Really I don't know what town. their
1: problem is. It's it's you know almost the same.
0: Well, here's the deal. New York had that big thing where if you were a hobo, you you got shipped out. They really started getting rid of hobos at one point. They were not going to stand for that anymore. But the last time I was in New York, we did have a guy uh, panhandle up to us, and it was on Father's Day. And the guy tried to finagle me into feeling bad that it was Father's Day. I was with my kids and tried to shame me in front of my kids, not realizing I don't you don't have, have shame. shame or I don't empathy. have shame. You yeah, sucker. I, that's it. And and the guy was... And I would have actually given him some money, but he went that route. And I'm like, no, you're not getting it, you jerk. So I moved on. But we're going to move on ourselves to the next book. All right. And the next book is avengers number 29 for some reason i end up having savage avengers in my little deal of my uh my comic reader and i almost said that i don't even know why i, that's I know there. this
1: is gonna trigger aaron and in, in probably like two weeks we'll, we'll get responses in the slack about why? him because snapping avengers, them. but i'm about or, to say savage avengers is so much
0: better. Yeah, i than almost this said <laughs> that and i will tell you though i'm done with that book too but well, you know there you go you end up having avengers number 29 and it is this a written by telling jason why. One Aaron. story and not 14. Yeah, I don't not know. Well, it doesn't you know? really seem to be doing that either. You have a whole team in that book and they're scattered. So just like my thoughts all the time, but you have Ed McGinnis, and Paco Medina on art, inks by Mark Morales, Ed McGinnis, and Paco Medina, colors by Jason Keith, and letters by VCs Corey Pettit. And yeah, I think Aaron was right with that that Savage Avengers. That that book probably should have just been a six-issue mini to yeah. get the heck well, out of I'm, town. I'm not
1: saying that's high art either, but it's better than this Avengers book, you well,
0: know that. maybe. Uh, not according to everybody reviewing, yeah. uh, I'll tell you, besides me. And there well, came I want a day what they're drinking. A day unlike any other where Earth's mightiest heroes found themselves united against a common threat. On that day, the Avengers were born to fight the foes no single superhero could withstand. Since the dawn of time, the planetary defense mechanism known as the Starbrand has granted a number of wielders virtually infinite power. The most recent Star Brand was driven mad and died in a confrontation with Ghost Rider. So when signs indicated his successor was wreaking havoc out in space, the Avengers gave chase. Now, remember that. That whole idea of dying then happened a while ago by the time, but but the team is now trapped in the Shire prison galaxy, have them fighting for survival on a derelict ship with a brood infected Thor, and the other half in Robbie's hell charger, which was attacked by the silver surfer as Shire inmates closed in on the crashed hell charger black widow suited up in the new war widow armor, and that is a setup that sounds pretty darn cool. that sounds like something that you got a lot going on, some fun times. And then you get in this issue. Now, the thing is, I reviewed this on the site and throughout the issue, I had to watch what I said because I kept kind of saying, well, nothing happens in this book. That's not true things do happen the problem i have with it is things happen and are extended farther than they should be we want to know the star brand everybody wants to know in this book who the new star brand is where to get it there's a couple hints while i'm saying in the book and i just (laughs) want to know and at the end i really want to know when we see it because i don't know what's going on Uh, but it almost is like one of those things where you're fighting you're fighting you're fighting and then all of a sudden the bell goes off and the hockey game's over, and now you're shaking hands because you end up fights until all of a sudden, ding, uh uh-oh, the star brand activated. Let's go. And now it's a race to Earth, which was hinted at by Silver Surfer. So all of this in my mind has some big moments. It has some wow moments there, but by the end of it, they're just there as window dressing to give you a book that continues to just tread water to get to the star brand, to get to, you know, every other story. We're still waiting for your Dracula's you know all these all these things going on. I mean, there are about five stories My prediction going still on here. Hope
1: is what you're saying, right? Yeah, is that you still have
0: the deal too, where they keep kind of mentioning offhand Tony back in time. You, you still have that going on. So all this stuff about that, Jeez. yeah, yeah, is he and still that's gone in this book? He, yeah, he's gone. That's why he's not around. At one point, I forgot it. We're reading Iron Man 2020. I'm like, where the Heck, and oh, Tony, he's dead or somewhere else? Yeah, he's back in time, and so you have black. Black Panther off doing that. He's yeah, well, this thing going on. Oh, no, he's not about. not in this. Book. No, not in this book. <laughs> he's in space, and at the bottom of the sales chart is where he is in that <laughs> other. So you end up here again. You can't say nothing happens, but you do ha- end up having a, a fight. That just continues, it, and if we it's had to cool sum this enough. Up in
1: two sentences, my sum for it is basically it's friends fighting friends to get to yeah. the ultimate
0: destination
1: they all have to be at. And
0: yeah, yeah. You know, then they end up agree. With, all
1: right, let's go do it together.
0: Yeah, you end up having War Widow. You know, it's it's Black Widow in the you know War Machine armor deal that she has for that looks yeah, pretty cool. Right. You know, it's an okay concept. It's She's like Rescue All Black. Yeah, she's just fighting. And and you're not a Star Wars fan, but pretty much in my mind, this is very much Cantina talk. You know, I have a death sentence on 17 galaxies. I'll be careful. You'll be dead. They just keep fighting like that. And nothing really comes about there because all of a sudden then the Silver Surfer shows up and now we're just going to fight him. I mean, it just goes. Now, again, that's a cool deal. I said People are on these reviews like it's awesome. Silver Surfer shows up to fight Avengers on paper. That does seem awesome. And then it seems even better when you do have Blade in the Hell Charger. Robbie's passing. He- he's uploading, you know, he- he's recharging <laughs> there because I guess the whole idea was, you know, hey, get the Hell Charger going. That hurt Surfer before. But we can't have that, so he's yeah. recharging. So you end up having a boy uh, he's thing. He's got, like, all these wires in his face Yeah, Yeah, he's, he's recharging, the hell recharger he's having. And uh, you end up where the boy thing then just envelopes Blade into a boy thing blade Because yeah, Blade has
1: this long descriptive dialogue. Oh, Ghost
0: Rider must be charging. That must yeah. be how
1: he heals. So basically, boy thing takes that, let me yeah, heal it takes Blade. takes that and- as like,
0: all right, let me make you into Groot. is what I got out of it. He does end up that he goes out. He does stab Silver Surfer. Now, again, in all of this, you do have Black Widow keep saying, "Eh, let's kind of talk this out. We're we're all the good guys here. And you do have Jason Aaron kind of going with Silver Surfer in the, well, good, bad. These are words that a man like me, so cosmic. I don't use such words. And by the way, the star brand. Yeah. You know, you humans. Oh, so the star brands on earth and it's human oops you know basically (laughs) that and that's all you get in my mind so you do have this neat setup but even then i like the art in this but when there's big Things going on where you do have blades saying swords versus surfboard in space can't say I saw this coming. You end up, or even that might be more, but but that it's it's now a silhouette. We don't even get a cool yeah. deal
1: with it. And we don't get what the talks that we don't actually get the surfboard versus sword fight. No, really. you
0: just see it in the one thing where, like I said, it's a silhouette. Now, if you're gonna go this route, let's go this route. Yeah. But they do I'm, because I'm down right. For
1: that. You want to that? And this fight is what I'm saying there, right? As
0: they start fighting ding, 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 planet star brand. Boom. Oh my, look at that. There it is. Let's go boys. Okay. There you go. So then you go off from there and I I just was right there. We're halfway through the issue and I'm disappointed because if you're going to waste time and you're going to tread water until we see and find out all the star brand stuff, make it, make it pay off. Don't have them half fight. You, You just set up a really cool fight. Just have it not happen. So then you go off, and it, this just is going to continue, because then you go off a few light years away, and you have Fire Lord versus Captain Marvel. You end up having Terax versus She-Hulk. They are going at it. Like you said in the deal, there are a bunch of heralds going on, this, all this big cosmic stuff to have she-hulk just think you know hey I, I guess i'm gonna have to you know control things and i'm gonna have to do this you end up having captain marvel just the yelling She-Hulk like hey it was stop. really weird
1: it's almost like that dialogue wasn't any She Hulk yeah. we've gotten in any yeah, recent Yeah, and memory actually, in this I didn't book.
0: mind it. I, I like that better that she's actually thinking things out. And even saying, you know, the Herald of Galactus, the Shire, all this big cosmic muckety muck want to get their hands on the starbrand. so we got to do this. That's what the Avengers do. We go, and that is really a weird deal because all this is where she's thinking about it seems to be just background info jason aaron's given which we already had in that recap page As i said the old oh that's earth's inherent defenses we 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 already heard this and so she's repeating it like you said it does feel off she ends up fighting terax he kind of gets knocked off but then you end up going to what we thought was pretty cool brood thor yeah and brood thor was that you know i want to be worthy and uh, he's just in the, the ship, ship. <laughs> and that whole thing with the ship we have to save cap just says Hey, what are you doing there, Bruce? Thor, you get out and feed. Me feed. Yeah, I and thought then he, he just was goes start out. It doesn't yeah and and yeah (laughs) very good me get butt chick meat yeah so he goes off and it's almost like it's the idea
1: that scene or i don't know if it was written poorly but when you were
0: trying (laughs) to misread it you wanted that to happen in a sexy way feed he goes off as fire lord then zaps captain marvel who is all flamed on with that deal she goes off they're still fighting the only thing I could think of for Thor to Brood Thor to be involved at all is because somehow they want to get Terex to Earth. And so you're just going to have Thor end up flying him to Earth as they fight. Yeah. And so because all of a sudden this all is going down, they're fighting, they're all doing this. And then, boom, you have the big zoom, you know, oh, oh. We have the star it's, brand they all, now They all happen at the
1: same time, right? Yeah. It just occurs at two it, different yeah, points in the story. it all just occurs. Yeah. yeah, if
0: this seems to be, you know, galaxy wide, boom, that happens. And then you end up okay, let's stop fighting because now we're going to turn this into a race. It's a mad, mad world here, a rat race that yeah. we're all heading to earth. And I don't know, I guess Terex is going to be there, but he'll be unconscious because <laughs> it's brutal. I'm like, I don't care. And the big problem is, yeah, really, <laughs> the big problem I have with all this, but again, Jane then, doesn't see the fight just butt. stops. The fight stops, you know? But yet they're racing to earth. Where gladiators? There, gladiators. Yeah, he's like, so there. Well, yeah, yeah. There you go. And, and he, this is who we started down.
1: the whole story with: was gladiator. Yeah. So why, instead of doing all this nonsense, did we not just follow gladiator's journey to the Star Brand? And three s- issues ago yeah
0: just go there have them have this i don't happen. understand this what we're doing scene. in this book and so what time. you end up having is Gladiator goes down it's like i'm gonna have to you know kill you you're a prisoner i'm gonna have to take you whatever uh you've been destroying things you end up with this voice that you don't know who it is yet is just saying like i can't help it i it's it's ripping me apart every time it activates i end up you know destroying planets and things it's not my intent but i, I just can't Go with it. I. It's awful. And all right, well, you're going to have to control it. Oh, look at you. And it's just the lady, pregnant lady. And he says, you know, I'm going to sentence you to die. You and your unborn child. And there you have her with the star brands, you know, with her hand. I'm like, oh, well, we'll see where this goes. I, it's not the actual ending that... Maybe I'm missing something. Yeah. Maybe well, I don't you sh- you know enough.
1: smoke or drink with children. I can't imagine the no. star brand is good for me. Yeah, I don't think it is. <laughs> and then
0: I'm getting the idea. We even thought like maybe the unborn child is kind of part of this. Who knows? It's a weird thing to have an unborn child in this. See what happens there. But by the end, I'm like, I, I, I don't know who you are. I don't care. And going in, again, if you are more invested in the star brand yeah. deal, if you're then a that's star fine. brand I, fan, I'm telling you, I'd rather go out and buy Starbursts right now. And I hate Starbursts. They're one of my least oh, favorite candies, but I I'm more invested in them. them. Sign I me freaking, up for those. I hate Starbursts. I bought Starburst some Starburst so yogurts
1: much. today to try oh, out. Oh, my God.
0: What, what are you, two? Yes. <laughs> That's like an eight year old. You, your daughter <laughs> They're probably your you. what do you at mean? laughs at you. Look at him. He's an idiot. Look at him with will point. So you end up with you know a Star brand that I don't know who it is. And I really am yeah, getting real mean. tired of this book. ends up. Being something that I keep reviewing, we do talk about it occasionally because it should be big. We talk There's about just it a too much going I feel on, like we've talked too about much going more on. More issues than we have not in, in
1: this. It's, series. it's
0: one of those things. How can it be too much going on and not enough? I, I don't get it. Uh, you I do, just again, wish
1: you would tell one of the stories all the way through. We yeah. we tell like nah, yeah. you know three or four issues of a story to kind of yeah. put it on yep. pause,
0: revisit that at a later date, yeah. folks, and then yeah, we never so we'll do. See how it is. So you get a star, Bren. whoop de doo So we'll see by the end. I give it a six on the site. I did like the art. Overall, I like it better I like now art, that we flip through it again, so, to be honest yeah, with gonna you. Yeah, I'm going to stay at a six. I'm going to stay at a six, but I really was just, I'm at the breaking point of the idea. and And really, the thing is, you could even, you, you could argue with me, but you have... These crazy fights. Well, how come I was bored? I, just because by the end of that first fight, I'm like, yeah, these aren't going to matter. We're just waiting for the what, star brand to activate about, so everybody leaves. A
1: weird thing about this series is we have we have a lot of like characters, and with the exception of Ghost Rider, I, I can't feel like we get any characterization from our actual characters. No, besides like what is Cat Cap
0: just is standing around? I know he's
1: just a figurehead that says a couple lines, like Captain America yeah. type lines every issue, and that's about yeah, it. Yeah. Thor's yeah, a brood it's, now. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's a brood. I'm going to give it a 5.8, just under a 6. All All right. Right. I do enjoy the All art, right. but none of these Avengers, uh, you know, uh, stories Jason Aaron has told lately have really grabbed me or, or felt important. Yeah. So. I don't know, you could just fill me in in a sentence or two, and I'd be like, all right, I believe you, let's
0: move on Is it one of those, like, here's the thing, say, you have the Avengers, and you're writing So they're like, hey, uh, you know, Brandon, you know, things are getting a little stale Uh, We might want to go in another direction, and then you end up having the idea of, well, you can't I still have six unfinished stories, like, there's no (laughs) no way you can kick me off a book It's not just one story that you can say, okay, finish it in two issues, oh, no I have all of these stories to tell, and yet I'm not interested in them. I'm actually interested now – I don't care about Tony being back – in the past but i like the idea of black panther trying to find him and get him back that actually kind of is intriguing to me but we'll i really those, but enjoyed
1: that marvel legacy issue it was kind of like a dc rebirth for marvel and, and a yeah. lot of those story threads well, that's just where we have had the star brand deal for so that, that's long that's yeah it's two that's years where we ago at the this star point brand going, and we're, and now we're this inching far along end. on this journey yeah. and i'm just like i don't care anymore just let's move yeah. on and have the next couple big things happen that Maybe are more interesting. Unfortunately, and, and Iron Man where, yeah. 2020 is not it either. Yeah. So,
0: well, it's one of these when they're saying like, "Hey, the the journey." is better than the destination no 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 it's no, not i want to get no. there this is one of those where i just need to get there That's so the i can go to the next journey so
1: many of the big two books nowadays is they do think that entirely too much and you're not getting any story ever really it just told seems you that like it's adventure. set
0: up that way to to finagle people out of, you know i i do like the band journey enough and i don't like this journey so we're gonna go off now to some mail Brandon's been drinking all day and I gotta get him for the show Oh no Well I can't get a hold of him, oh that ain't right He must be passed out drunk so that means no Brandon tonight Brandon's lame, have you heard? Brandon's lame his family's ashamed little girl wants to change your name hey yes brandon you're lame you yes. are lame i haven't been able to it use happens. those songs in a while because you haven't been drinking a lot i don't know. know what's going well, on up there Season's in over it's yeah, my that's prime true. drinking time i figured to be drinking since you know <laughs> drought I had those those yesterday watching uh, the, those games yeah but, uh, yeah uh, i've checked out pretty much i did watch a little but yeah with when the eagles are done i'm done and uh Uh, I'll get in. I'm not really that excited about the Super Bowl, actually. Uh, I do not like the 49ers at all. Uh, but I do like I like Patrick Mahomes. I would like to see Andy Reid win a Super Bowl, but that's I think the Chiefs are Blair gonna
1: it. run him. I think that's and we'll what's see. Happen.
0: We shall see. Don't you let John Wayne trigger You some say that I know <laughs> John Wayne will be mad at <laughs> that. So I'll tell you. But we're here for the mail, and if you want to end up emailing us, we read all the mail. You could be the star of the show. Email us at weirdsciencemarvelcomics at gmail dot com just like Richard did I don't know that Richard necessarily wanted this on the podcast but Richard is getting it on the podcast it says hi Jim my name is Richard I'm from El Paso Texas I've been listening to the podcast since 2018 pretty much I think he's saying since the beginning yeah. since we haven't been around that That'd long and he really is and he enjoys it we're listening at work and on my commute that's kind of why we do all this I swear it takes 30 minutes to get anywhere in this town I, I think that it's because you know you're in El Paso I don't know anything about El Paso, actually. Uh, anyways, I was wondering how Eric Brandon and yourself felt about art just in pencils, you know, not colored, maybe not even inked. And I'll tell you, I actually like that. I actually get a kick. Out of the Pencil different artists, stuff. you end yeah. up having like a uh, Juan Ferreira. He puts some of his pencils up, though he kind of does things a little different way. But uh, uh you end up having V Ken Marion does it a lot where he puts just the pencils up before it hits the inking and the coloring. And I actually like it. And there's a lot of art that I've seen that the finished product, I think, is a little less than what I see when I, you know, just the pencils. Sometimes it ends up getting a little mucked up and things like that. So I do like just the pencils uh, before all the other process goes. How about you? Do you like seeing people doing the pencils?
1: Yeah, I actually, actually, when I'm, Scrolling through Twitter like that's the art that catches yeah. my attention more than a fully colored
0: yeah. you know an yeah because it looks, word. and it's cool when you see it, and you end up you know you do end up getting where okay, this artist or whatnot that you have to be pretty good to you know to start. And then sometimes it does kind of get a little bit you know, skewed once you add something to deal. Actually, I get a really
1: big kick out of it. I was scrolling through someone's Instagram the other day and uh, I get a really big kick out of seeing them do all the cityscapes and stuff just in pencils with the lines. And then as you scroll through, you can flick through a couple pictures on Instagram and, and see the progress they make from just the couple lines they've started. I like... Going through the, the isn't, those isn't Instagram
0: shots. that Dayton site? You yeah. know, that you, you no, go there no, no, and they, no, that's not the Instagram. Right all right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I end up liking it, but I really would like it more if I went on the, as you say, the Instagram. Uh, I know that I'm uh, ridiculous I the I Snap have, face as Bill uh, Belichick yeah, calls yeah, it. Yeah. Uh I I would rather it though if I could flip through it and there's a little stick figure that runs down the, the you know, alleyway <laughs> and then runs up a wall and stuff. I used to like those. Uh but yeah, I do like that. And he, he ended up sending some art and he says that he ended up. Uh, wanting us to rate it. So he sent one of his pieces. He was hoping to get our rating from, from one to five and feel free to share it. Uh, anyway, uh, and I will. And he, it's just a, you know, the pencil deal. He hasn't gotten to the point where he is inking or coloring it. And I think it looks good. I, I actually think I, I'm going to give it, uh, a four out of five. Uh also Eric I'll tell you because he's not on the say, podcast oh, anymore so, I said to Eric rough. hey Eric oh, yeah. uh, you want he did not want to see it he he doesn't he's like that well what's this for Marvel I'm out and yeah. he walked away. So <laughs> he's he a jerk. Him, he's yeah. a jerk, but I think Brandon said the same thing that we both like it. So yeah, he says that he'll keep scanning some things and sending it. That would be awesome, Ben Riley. Yeah, yes, oh, and that's what you want, Ben Riley. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but that is uh, Richard's the only mail, so that's why I ended up putting him on here. You got the spotlight, the spotlight he ended up getting. Uh, but that is the mail. Thank you, Richard, and thank you for sending that drawing. And we're gonna go back to. Some books. Hey everybody, it's just me back. Uh Brandon will be with me to finish up the podcast on why you ask am I all by myself, all by my lonesome. Uh it's because I'm gonna talk about Amazing Spider-Man and Brandon does not like it. Brandon doesn't want to talk about it, so I actually figured, thanks to Jay from Canada suggesting it, uh I ended up catching up on the book, and we'll probably have it featured on my Friday show But I figured, hey, I'll slip one in right here uh, It is last week's number 37 But just so people will know That I will be talking about Amazing Spider-Man And then I am catching up on a bunch of other books That we don't talk about Between me and Brandon Stuff like the X-Books and things like that I want to get back to because that is a big hole Having a Marvel podcast I'm Not talking about Spider-Man, X-Men It's kind of, you know, lame So I don't want to be lame anymore. Even Hulk, stuff like that, will be featured on the Friday show with just me, hopefully, until I drive myself nuts with it. But catching up on Amazing Spider-Man, I actually wish that I would have kept up with it. I do like it a little more than I was before. Uh, And it continues kind of having Nick Spencer all over the place. I, I will admit, it's jumping all around. You have the idea of the Kindred story going on. For this many issues seems crazy. That's driving me nuts as well. And I'm hoping that by the end of it, we end up surprised. We end up, you know, pretty much that if we're going to wait that many issues to get to it, it better be something big. And it's kind of ramping it up. And especially this issue by the end, it does ramp things up a bit with Kindred as well. And so everybody has their theories. I mean, really. It it really points to the idea that it would be, say, Harry Osborne Pre uh One More Day. That would make sense, but that seems too much on the money. And also by the end of this, a little bit of a you know, kind of almost points to an ability that I don't know anybody has that, you know, I would think would be the usual suspects. But we'll get to that when we get to the end because this is the amazing Spider-Man. Number 37, written by Nick Spencer, art by Ryan Otley, who I actually love, inks by Cliff Rathburn, and colors Nathan Fairbairn, and letters by V.C. Joe Caramanga. New York City is safe again thanks to Spider-Man, a little help from Spider-Man of the year 2099. And an incredible device created by one of Peter, Peter Parker's classmates at Empire State University, Clairvoyant, which is basically... Anyway, that surveys the multiverse collecting decisions or collating decisions by counterparts that they've already made to predict likely outcomes of our actions. When Miguel O'Hara, Spidey 2099 left the present, it caused an energy surge that powered the clairvoyant, which Spidey used to get the city and himself out of certain doom. That is a pun by getting a certain doom out of the city. No, not before... Pretty much commandeered doom butts, End up just destroying everything that we hold dear But the city is safe again Though I still think it should be in shambles But let's just keep saying it As if we are saying it so that it keeps on going And yeah, you have a lot of things going on And again, the jumping around of stories Kind of got me off the book And I did kind of go through the 2099 stuff it's okay, it ends up tying well into this clairvoyant deal It ends up giving you this power source that they needed um, But the Doom stuff, for me personally It got a little too political It got a little too kind of away from the whole Spider-Man Yes, it was a way to show the clairvoyant worked. It was a way to put that in But even so, that was one of the things catching up I was not really loving Uh, I love Boomerang. I did really like the syndicate, stuff like that. The fun stuff that I really wanted to get from Spider-Man when I started doing the podcast and decided that I wanted to do a Marvel podcast was, one, to actually enjoy Spider-Man because Spider-Man is something that I never really read. So I am enjoying some older Spider-Man that I read, but I wasn't really enjoying a lot of Nick Spencer's because of this jumping around. But, boy, there are some things. Like I said, Boomerang, solid gold. I like that. I like... Uh, J. Jonah Jameson, who was in this issue as well. I like the way that plays out. Just when it gets a little political, when it gets a little you know, hokey in my mind, that's when I bail. But I'm going to be here doing this. And this issue sets up a bunch of things. And it's a weird deal. It's not a bad issue to jump back on for me, though I did read all the others before this, but to start talking about because it is kind of a Start uh, of, uh, you know, something big It is, it's called time for a change But you end up where Spidey goes through New York And as things are going on Really does a good job of recapping a lot of stuff that has happened So that if you aren't reading Spider-Man You end up able to jump on I think that this is a good jumping back point If you haven't, or even a jumping on point Because a lot of things are explained And you really are dealing a lot with clairvoyant uh, there are things that I think Nick Spencer addresses that it shows that he is, you know, taking care to know what's going on. And, yeah, it does feel very Civil War two esque and that is addressed here. So I do like that. But one of the big things throughout this series, especially recently, has been the idea that Peter, which he always – he never has time. He's always off doing something. He's always late for things doing. And so with this clairvoyant being almost like a minority report deal – uh, from the movie of uh, being Able to tell what crimes Are going to happen being able to get there Beforehand uh, it, It's well played here it gives Peter pretty much you know The the upper hand but also gives him where he can stop a bank Robbery kind of as it's Happening or a little before like that sort of thing It cuts down all the time it allows Them just have more free time that's basically what It's all about free time and so At this point the Clairvoyant deal It it works out well You're only doing this You're not ending up where you always go with these things And this is going to be If you do, it's the trope of a thing like this Like a Civil War II, All these things is the Well, let's start arresting people before they do the crime Nick Spencer really shows you here That Peter, not only just stopping crime But he's also using it to kind of save people's lives By going and saying Hey, you got to check the furnace hey, you got to do this. There's a big Stegron, uh virus that's going and he can end up going in and stuff. But there's not one of those yet where he is going down the street and he sees a guy and through clairvoyant, he ends up knowing that this guy five years from now is going to commit a crime and then arrest them. That's where you get wonky. That's where you have problems. There's a civil war. That, that's all that stuff. And they aren't doing that yet. The big thing also, though, is, you have a device that ends up telling the future and in a kind of a funny way. I, I'm trying to wrap my head around the whole, whole idea of going through the multiverse and getting all these other, you know, options and all these calculations based on your counterparts, though since it's in the multiverse, it's not the same, so it throws up. But that kind of played here too because it's not hundred percent. And it's one of the things where if you're reading this coming off of Civil War II, The idea that it is a device that does not give you 100% accuracy is actually pretty much the best thing for it because then you aren't going to be able to rely on it to, say, arrest somebody ahead of time. You have to wait, and that's kind of well played out as well. But you also have J. Jonah Jameson is there. He's doing his radio show, and you have these morning zoo yuck-yucks, you know, Chet and Chet, and I love them. I love Chet and Chet, they're the worst They are the worst, but these are the things That was what I wanted to be as a kid I wanted nothing more than to be A morning zoo guy that would ever Be able to play sound effects, fart sounds I mean, these are the You know, the pinnacle Of humor for a Jim Werner Who wants to be able to press a fart Sound button at any point, or end up I mean, really, you hear the podcast It makes me giggle You might listen and say, man Jim playing those sound effects, just Be happy for me because when any sound effect, I don't care what it is, just they make me giggle every time. And it never gets old because I always wanted to be on a morning zoo. I should be back in school. You should be, Greta. See, it makes me giggle. But yeah, Jay Jonah, he's doing his thing. And, you know, if you're just jumping in, he thinks that Spider-Man's a hero now. He knows the identity. He thinks that that's all well and good. But he's pretty much being laughed at as this old guy. Look at the old newspaper guy. Look at this. I smell his Oval Team. Oh, man, he's old, these Chet and Chet jerks. Uh, so he ends up storming up, but he's pretending uh, to let, because Nora Winters shows up. Nora Winters shows up and he's like, You're here to arrest me again. He's like, No, no, no. You know, I just want to talk to you. I really feel bad for you, which is tough because you were the worst boss ever. And, you know, Jay Jones, he's like, No, no, no. I was tough on you, you know, to make you better. That's it, right? And so she says, I used the opportunity when I got fired. And she got fired for fudging facts. This wasn't like she was fired because she was good. She got fired for reasons that were pretty accurate. She ended up going to the West Coast and ending up pretty much joining up on a BuzzFeed type site uh, and even Jay Jonah. And I'll give Nick Spencer credit. It's pretty good because as they're going back and forth, you end up having the difference between somebody who – Loves the newspaper and still thinks print isn't dead, where Jay Jonah's, and we all know it is, uh, unfortunately, but Nora Winters, she's going with a clickbait site that Jay Jonah, he thinks that's nonsense, but she says, uh, you know, you were the one who invented it. You made clicks before there were clicks. I mean, you ended up having your big thing of Spider-Man, Menace, you know, all this stuff. In fact, at one point, it, I think that the best line in it, Again, I give Nick Spencer a lot of credit for this line. Is the idea that NARS says you created a supervillain to get a story, and then Jay Jonah just says, "Yeah, but at least I'm not just doing lists of and that. Really, that's all those sites are—list after list. They're nonsense. They recycle them." But she does say you invented the this sort of journalism that's going on now, and that's how I was able to convince my investors that we should get you. We should get you to do this. You're figuring that he's going to be on some podcast. She even says podcast to where people get their news. And I don't know it's not this podcast, right? I should be back in school. You should be. I should also have more sounds. Right there, Greta? I'm one of the lucky ones. You are. Uh, but, yeah, she, she says you were the originator. You did clickbait before it was clickbait. We need you. I've convinced him. He's like, there's no way. I'm a newspaper man, even though I'm on the radio, even with these yuck yucks, Chet and Chet. She's like, really? Shows on the phone. That's what we're offering you. He, he's eating a sandwich or a piece of pizza. He spits it out. He's like, I'm in. I mean, the number must be pretty good, but he's going to go off on that. And I just hope that he has just the craziest podcast. That will make me giggle. And giggle and continue to giggle. But you go back to Spider-Man who does start talking about or continue to talk about this clairvoyant. This is something that can give me some free time. I can stop crime as it happens so that I don't have to waste time. Everybody's good. There's no fuss, no muss. And there's, there's no big fights. You know, I stop it as it goes. You see examples of him in a, a bank vault as these guys go to rob the deal. And so you go off, though, because he's worried. He says this is something that is kind of a sketchy issue with us heroes. You know, back at the Hero Clubhouse, the idea so close to a Civil War II, they're not going to really like this idea, but I'll run it by them. And if they're okay with it, yeah, I'll get involved. And you do have the rundown of... The heroes around And it's kind of funny You end up pretty much the M.O.s of all of them You have Tony, ask Carol What did Carol say? Carol, what did Tony say? Because you know those two Then you have a Reed Richards who thinks it's fascinating Black Cat, she wants to steal it Daredevil's just still pissed Because there's all those billboards up About Spidey being Fisk's best friend As mayor of New York So he says that Gem honors She-Hulk She she just wants to know If you're asking me as a lawyer This is the good She-Hulk That has the brains Not the -the over-the-top savage She-Hulk In the Avengers You have Johnny Storm Who just wants to use it To set up pranks against Ben And then you have Man-Thing That's just looking at him and staring And Cap says As Cap always does Cap is the heart and soul Of the Marvel Universe and the butt cheeks I hear and he says you know what if anybody could use this responsibly if anybody has the you know the wherewithal and the heart to do this and the you know not going to make it bad it's you Spidey so yeah I'm down with it so he's down he's down with this to go and then you do see him go off and solve some crimes before they're happening help a lady who ends up having bad electrical stuff in her apartment even get some snacks because he's heading off to a big date you you realize at this point you know something with mary jane she's already gone uh to the west coast for her own book so you would get the idea that they're going to kind of skype or facetime deal so he's ending up getting he gets flowers and stuff like that ends up Telling the guy in this convenience mart, you better check the furnace. Here you go. He gets the sugar babies and the salt and chips there, and goes off with the worst diet ever. And then sits down in his room, takes off the mask, talks to Mary Jane because they're going to watch one of their favorite favorite shows together. And this is the big thing that he wants to do. It's date night here, and it's pretty cool. It's uh, it's Janet Van Dyne's extreme supervillain makeover. And they're having their chat about it. Peter's eating the nonsense and Mary Jane's loving it. And then Peter just falls asleep because even with the idea uh, that he can do things ahead of time, he's still overworked. He's still going. And then that's where you head off to kindred in the cemetery where he's there saying that, you know what? That whole Norman Osborne deal, you know, in Raven. he was laughing. I mean, I don't like being laughed at. That was nonsense. It did get under my awful skin. Um, but you know, I'm going to come for you, Peter. I'm going to, it's going to come hard now. You know, the fun and games are over the kind of, and it's funny too, because you're reading this and he's like, listen, you know, we're going to, let's get this show on the road. I'm like, I, ah, you know, Kendrick, you have never spoken truer words by my, let's get it on the road. Let's see who it is. And again, I, I've heard a lot of people. Make some guesses and again It's just it's so on The money that it would be Say the pre one More day Harry Um, But that just seems too Obvious because then but at the end You end up where it's like you know I'm going to get you I'm going to do this the same Kind of you know talking boasting that We do end up getting but then He ends up saying, what, you know, what won't, what won't I do? What am I going to do to make you do this? I'm going to, you won't face the lie that unravels everything you are. The one you buried so deep, you barely remember. He's talking to Peter and his, you know, deal. And he's like, but it's still there, Pete. Can you sense it coming closer now? Your judgment at hand. And you end up having this like crackling lightning and then kind of like a magical type deal. And then you get the original sin eater back. And again how is this What character what the character who's Doing this this kindred What ability what sort of thing is He doing to get the original Sin eater back to Then go and and attack And the thing is even as this Goes on you do have at one Point Betty's trying to get a hold of Peter And he's not taking her call and At one point I believe that the original sin eater Did try to go after Betty And Peter almost killed him at that point So I'm assuming he's going to go off to try to get uh, Betty again and like I said This is the original has the NYPD badge And things like that but he was dead And so now he's back so what Sort of abilities does Kindred have Who is it how is he doing this That is intriguing and the thing Is up until this point I was Kind of sick of Kindred I'm like come on let's do This but reading that and getting that Cliffhanger of Sin it's pretty Intriguing like I said it pretty much sets Up things now we're going to see Maybe if clairvoyant can kind of see things like this Or this is out of the realm of the deal We'll we'll have to see But I liked it and I love Ryan Otley's art So this is like I said A a two two uh, weeks ago deal But if you are Someone who's like, yeah, I haven't been reading it, Uh, but you want to get into it. This is a pretty decent issue to jump in. A lot of happening. It's going forward with this clairvoyant. You get a lot of background info as Peter's going on. You get Jay Jonah. It's pretty good. So I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10. Uh, Easily my favorite Marvel issue this week. Actually, I I can't say that because I really did like that Jessica Jones blind spot. But I think these about equal equal deal. Uh, But I really did enjoy it. And I'm going to start doing... Amazing Spider-Man on Friday shows when it comes out Which it does come out this week So I'll be doing it coming up in a couple of days I'll be doing Amazing Spider-Man number 38 uh, But I hope you like that I hope you enjoy all of that But I, I hope that some people, you know Who wanted to hear Spider-Man or whatever Will deal with my ramblings Because I am jumping on It's all new to me It's like TGIF When you hadn't seen it, you know, it's new to you It's new to me, so I'm excited to do it Maybe some people can guide me at points where I don't necessarily know everything, because I will admit that to Spider-Man. Nothing else, just Spider-Man. I know everything else. But we're gonna go off now. I will rejoin Brandon and we will finish up the podcast. All right, and here we are to finish up the podcast with one book, and number one, a book that I thought the bad butts deep dupe. We're gonna end up picking for the Bad but Spotlight, the Marvel Spotlight on the Patreon. They did not and didn't vote pretty much for it at all. And then I started worrying. I'm like, I guess maybe they know something that we don't. But I think we knew anyway, because we haven't been reading the Iron Man book. This is not a true number one per se. Uh, They're going to try to catch you up on it. But if you haven't been reading the Iron Man series, I I think that it's not one of those that somebody's going to just say, I'm going to read this. This might just be me. Um but you, you know what I'm saying? Because you end up yeah, having... If, cre- if you
1: didn't put this on the list of books talking tonight, this was off my yeah, radar. You were never going to do. No. And, and
0: the thing is, you have... Yeah, you end up having Dan Slott lead up to this, so you had him lead up to this, and even Christos Gage on this ended up doing co-writing on the last couple issues of the Tony Stark Iron Man. And, and so Jim's the idea, before him. yeah, Jim Zub was on there before because we had a lot of delays and things like that. So as we're getting towards this, the book was only selling twenty five thousand. Now, a number one's always going to sell; it's going to go up. You know, you're going to have that spike in sales. But how many people that didn't read the Iron Man series by Dan Slott will then jump on to the Iron Man 2020 by Dan Slott that continues the story that you had in the book you weren't reading? And I just don't (laughs) understand. If you were going to do this, maybe switch up the writers or switch – I don't know. How about this? Don't do it.
1: This was one of the events they were doing. I I almost did
0: a double take. It's it's one of – well, it's a double take and, and I know why. Because it was set up before with Arno that you'd have this thing happen in 2020. That's the only reason. Just because it's 2020 doesn't mean that you end up having to have the book. Because I think that by the end of this, hindsight will be 2020, Brandon. We're <laughs> going to figure out that this was a bomb. Because I don't think that anybody's... Like, you sit there and somebody's there and this you, you want to know. This was plan for a million hey, seller? Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm t- <laughs> no. You, you end up, hey, what's this Iron Man 2020 all about? Well, listen it's I oh tony no it's not tony stark it's arno you know his brother oh i don't really know that and get this it it's machine man and the Mark one, you know, the Iron Man suit, then causing a robot revolution. As I'm saying this to whoever asked me, they're gone. They've left. I'm there by myself. I realize it's now three hours later. I'm in a dark alley by myself with my pants half off. Uh, I don't know I what's going on. I thought at
1: one point when I was reading this and they got to the 13th floor of the buildings and yeah. it's hidden. It's yeah. the Court of the Owls with That's robots. That's it was. That's yeah. what I
0: thought. I like the Thirteenth Floor. I didn't like that movie though. Do you see the movie The Thirteenth Floor? Yeah, kind of came out at the same time as Dark City. You ever see that movie? No. I like Dark City. It's kind of all like a Matrix type of deal as well. Uh, the way that was set up, like a virtual reality type world. Uh, but I didn't like Thirteenth Floor. I'm more of a Dark City man. Take that to the bank, people. There you we you go. take that Hot right. Take yeah that is a hot take i don't have that i need that uh, as well <laughs> but yeah so you, i'm going into this and uh, as i was saying we're we're treating this as a number one we're treating this as purely me and you jumping back, back on hoping yes. that this number one Grabs and it does somehow. it does enough to lead us into this it doesn't grab me no, and if it does no. i'm yelling stranger danger and getting the heck away <laughs> and then filing for restraining order cream because i don't need this yeah, yeah really i don't here. need this uh and uh, yeah by the end i i don't don't even know that i'm intrigued uh but it is iron man 2020 number one and i i do want to point out we we have been trying to get books that we enjoy you know obviously we had avengers oh, earlier we did love We've it been that's most the thing once, i was anyway. want to say just to remind people we also try to do the number one so that we can kind of you know vote at the end and do we have to wait till the end? Yeah. I get the thumbs down <laughs> and not the classic thumbs down where you always hear that in school. Actually, the Romans, the thumbs down meant the good and the bad. Yeah, whatever. You end up having this as Iron Man 2020. It is written by Dan Slott and Christos Gage. Art by Pete Woods. I do like the art enough. Letters by V.C.'s joe caramagna and here is the background tony stark revealed the world that he is an ai construct and an artificial body and the true tony stark is dead his adopted brother arno stark and arno's business partner sunset bane used tony's admission to seize control of stark unlimited and as its assets including the iron man name new year new iron man iron man 2020 all right smell you later There, But it starts (laughs) off where Arno ends up having a dream of this, you know, worm-like deal that's a techno thing that seems to be taking over the entire world universe and wants Arno to join with them. He wakes up from his dream, all freaked out, and goes down to have breakfast with his parents, who are back again, not from the dead, but from the AI and made into these things almost like a vision-type deal. But they are trapped in their house, they can't leave and they can we leave just for a little? You know, no, no, you can't because you're supposed to be dead. You know, get that through your heads. And it's one of those things where he is kind of imprisoning them. So it's kind of going against as revenge whole for idea. imprisoning him and a little yeah, bit. As a kid. It's revenge for him being in like the iron lung and stuff yeah. like that. So he ends up though going against the MO of pretty much what is going down in this whole AI stuff. And that is, you know, stuff with Machine Man and things. So what happens is you do have Arno doing this. They're the, you know there's not a great good guy here. Arno no. is a jerk. Yeah, you is. end up He's having not sunset. That Bain, interesting of a Who jerk is a either. bad person and they have taken over Stark Industries and are pretty much liquidating it. They are, you know, everybody who's like, we need Jacosta. Nope. We own Jacosta. We're gonna, you know, strip her clean and then we'll give her back to you. You have all these things going on while wow, Machine Man in the, you know, pretty much is the face of of this revolution revolution, and I don't Care about a robot I revolution. I, I have read these stories. I, I feel when like it's I been going on for a grade. while
1: anyway. In this, like he's been setting it up forever. And now that it's finally here, I care even less about all the setup yeah. that was done. You know, it's
0: just, yeah. it's
1: not that interesting of a concept. It's like Dan Slott just watched iRobot the other day. This is what I'm saying. To We've be seen
0: these things. I've read these books that have been coming out since the 60s about a robot revolution. I've seen Terminator. I've seen all these things and this is the least interesting of them uh you end up having <laughs> yeah. the idea where they're like yeah well, everybody wants to know where tony stark is hey uh, uh, janet do you know where he is no and if i knew he was kind of an ai i don't think i would have been knocking boots there i wouldn't have interfaced w- with him you can have a lot the, the, uh, you know, Thing. computer yeah. humor. Uh, But, yeah, so they they have all this, you know, news coverage of where's Tony? Where's Tony? Nobody knows. Oh, my. He was an AI. Then you have the raid on one. Hey, we're AI. If you meatbags don't know, that's artificial intelligence. All right. And yeah, y- all the LMDs so that are like so taking forced. hostages and causing yeah. a riot. And even this, the idea that they end up where they're going to free Robot workers so they end up going to places and keeping people hostage and it's such in your face over the top surface level where the police come how many hostages are there oh we have 15 no no I mean just humans because that's all we care about because we're against the robots because they don't mean crap Uh, oh one. And I'm like, all right, I get the idea. i get it, I get the deal, and it's it's the basic idea well, that continues that even three with times Tony Stark the
1: issue basically. Yeah. and it, it
0: continues with the idea where Tony Stark was struggling with the idea: Am I an AI? Does that mean I have a soul? Am I a person? So it goes with the idea of well, they're just replaceable. We just make another robot, but the robots don't like that. We've seen this over and over. I don't really care. And Arno and Sunset—they're just not very good good guys at this point where. I can get behind them, even at the point where they end up, Hey, uh, Arno, you're, you're Tony's brother. Like, why did you take the Iron Man, uh, you know, deal? Why did you pick up the mantle? Somebody's got to do something with it. Get back the Stark name. I'm like, all right, whatever. And you keep going and yeah, it just goes on and on and you go through different things. And then out of nowhere, I'm like, why the heck as a measure. Now he does explain it, that he's trying to draw out machine men. He's trying to draw them out to, you know, get really mad. And that's the only way they could think where they buy a, a robotics company and then basically say, yeah, the you know, the new line of robots are coming out, the boom blows it up. I'm like, really? That's what you're doing. And so then you end up getting machine men retaliating and saying, Oh, if you're going to blow up our our baby robots, I'm going to the maternity ward of the hospital. I'm killing babies. I'm like, I am out. I'm out of this book now. I, you know, I, that may be me being approved, but the idea of yeah, like, that gross. is a, that yeah. is a, like a, a point that you're trying to push. And, and you, now I don't really agree with you robots. I did before with the idea. That, yeah, we might treat them bad and we might do this, but you even have where he has a bomb in this hospital. And you end up having the bomb, you know, the bomb robot go. And then Arnold just, you know, our machine man comes out and says, hey, hey there, little guy. Hey there, Wally. Do you like to do your job? No, I don't. Did you ever want to do something else? Never thought of it. Why don't you come with us? Okay. And he just joins with them. And then they go into an elevator and go up to the 13th floor. The Elevator is hooked up so that they can't trace him, even though they know he went in the elevator. But he's not going to come out because they go to the 13th floor where humans don't have 13th floors. This is where you said it's like the court of the yeah. owls. And he's like, It's okay, I swear to god, that door opened and we were at free- Studio 54. I thought that there was disco tech heaven, like all of a sudden, stay in the lives playing. This is I like thought the that opening that-
1: scene of Austin Powers,
0: yeah, I did. I thought there was a dance. The dance thing going on i 'm like, man, these robots can get down. You do end up where a lot of people were talking about this i Wolverine i 'm wondering what Wolverine it would be. Well, we do see Albert, the Android Wolverine, so he 's there, so you assume it would be him, though I thought it was going to be the Escape version of AI, but it might be the Escape version in out. Al- who knows. You end up having this bomb squad robots just like, oh, my, it it would be like me going, you know, anybody going into something that they love. You know, you end up in the Bills, you know, freaking locker room. You're like, oh, my God, there's Josh Allen there. And it's just like, you know, down the line. There's Machine Smith. Oh, man, there's Albert. Oh, my, there's Herbie. I'm like Herbie, what is going on, Get out of there, I, Herbie. You, I loved you, Herbie. What's what is the deal? But I swear, maybe that they're sets doing, up his dark 2099 that, future. Yeah, yeah, they're doing things here where it looks like they're all gathering. I swear, if you look at it and think that it is a disco, they're dancing it up. And I'm telling you, there are people in the background look like they're dancing together. They're going at it, uh, but yeah, it all just ends with them saying, hey, you know, this robot who is our point of view character who somehow. Uh, it also looks like the Nintendo robot, uh, back in the day, you know, that that deal, uh, he ends up, yeah, yeah, he ends up like, Hey, uh, Arno, this is robot royalty here, man. You're in charge of them. Oh no, no, I'm not in charge. I'm just kind of, you know, part of the deal or machine man. I keep saying Arno, but it's machine man. He's like, no, no, I'm not in charge. He is. And it just ends up being the Mark one the first-generation Iron Man suit, who says, yeah, yeah. With the body yeah. in it, though. That's the yeah. confusing thing. Yeah, and he's like, part. you're Tony Stark. And he just takes up the helmet. He's like, no, I'm an echo of Tony Stark, an idea, but I'm also the greatest. And I'm pure AI, baby, AI. And they all start yelling, <laughs> yeah, AI, oh, my. I just want AI to come out and start yelling about practice and what go home. Me? Then I'd yeah. like it. Like yeah, AI. He he ends up being on the twelfth floor. He's like, I guess I got some fans here. Better go up there. Let me yell and scream about practice because I love AI. Uh, But. Yeah, we're the future. AI, the future's now. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm out. I'm out already. And I look at this checklist. I'm like, really? Yeah. You really expect me to start reading Rescue 2020 number one? You you got another thing coming there, buddy. 18 buddies. books in the Iron oh, Man. I'm surprised they didn't make it 20.
1: Books. Why didn't they make it 20? They really <laughs> yeah. missed an opportunity
0: there. Why didn't they 20 make it 20? Why, 20, well, you know you know, why didn't they should make it 20? You know what? Why didn't they make it five? That's just just continue, really what this should be. If it had the to be Iron any Man, and man all. series and just do
1: it in that, uh, I, like well, I, then I said, you do get the number one boost but, and all the yeah, variants and everything. That's else. That's the
0: thing is these things are going to start. Some of these will sell to the point because they're all number ones, and you're going and they're going to start saying, "Well, look, look, Jim, you're wrong. They're selling. The, the, why? The, this is a book that nobody was buying just by naming it." You know Iron Man 2020 and continuing getting a new number one, but the same writer and doing this, you really think that this is going to sell more overall than the regular thing? This is nonsense, and it just—I read it. It's okay. This issue, it's not necessarily awful if you're just kind of going by the the dialogue and that, but. The thing is, I'm not interested at all and it's cliched and it's just over the top nothingness to me with all these other books. And I, I commend Marvel for having so many books and having so many options to go with. This is not an option for me. This is something where it's almost like when we ended up having the age of X-Man or you ended up having that annihilation stuff where we didn't even budge on any of that stuff. We're like, nope. And then we wanted to I wanted to like this. I actually really wanted to like it because I wanted to get back to having an Iron Man book. Uh, this isn't it. So I'm going to have to wait. And no, I just, you think that you are you going to buy I Wolverine no. out of nowhere? There's no, no way I thought it was actually to. the
1: regular I didn't even see that yeah. many. I was so mad. I was so you were mad. mad that, yeah, well, I now you're. Happy. Yeah. I,
0: well, I said on the Patreon news show, I said, finally, Brandon's got a ray of sunshine going on here because <laughs> this is nonsense. Uh, but yeah, overall, I'm getting a five, straight up five. And yeah. I like the art. It's just something that does not. Do anything for me if it's if it's something you somebody out there likes all oh, the power to you that's awesome. You get a book that you like, but for me I just I just don 't see any reason. I was not real interested in Machine Man or the Escape or any of the stuff, even no. the whole Arno stuff when we were reading Iron yeah, Man, and then to come back with just that no i just know and and just the idea too like i said you're going through stark industries at that one point where they're trying to you know take some inventory and and stuff like that and it's like dr shapiro i'm like dr shapiro really like that's what you're concerned the cat and then even the idea with dr bang andy bang which we were kind of i'm like nah whatever pass and so yeah at the end of this i just don't care uh, what would you give it? I'm gonna also give it a five. Um, I,
1: I don't even have much to say about the issue. It's just real weird. I find it weird that Marvel decides to double down on something that's not doing well to begin with, and and tie 17 other
0: books to it. Yeah. You know, that's just not, and, and yeah, I and, don't know. And then, <laughs> really, here's the thing too: the M O of this whole deal. What. Machine Man is going and doing this pretty much as he wants Jacosta back again, which was the uh, what we yeah, got we all the time anyway. I know, yeah, she don't want yeah. you, buddy. Come nope. on, get yeah, him. It's going to be disassembled and probably yeah. put back together. All well, brain that's what lunch, I, so I, I'm that. telling you. The whole idea is Arno definitely knows, you know that that's the key, and he controls. You know they own her with Sunset and him own her. So the idea of them having that, uh, I think, is going to be the key uh, factor going on. But again, I probably. Won't figure that out i probably won't know that because by the time you get to iron man 2020 number six i think i will be 17 issues removed from yeah. this uh, what i guess you'd call it an event the, the, i, I the, don't know yeah this is uh, another
1: case of like marvel but just bringing iron man back to already again shoo him away somewhere and now we're dealing yeah. with arno stark as iron man and everything else like riri just was just of iron name. man for a long period of time yeah, and, there you and, know
0: just imagine when you you know at points we'll we'll get like you know a six issue mini or an event that well what happens when events you know why does this have that that many issues I just I I don't get <laughs> I don't it I either. don't get it I really don't this but is a you metal do a lot of event number one for Iron Man basically yeah, crazy crazy but you end with a Tony Stark uh timeline and a Arno Stark timeline. That and, and whatever. You get that. That's pretty cool, I guess, if you like it. But that's it. That's it. I'm done. I'm done with this. And I voted off. I, I don't yeah, think that we're gonna no, be let I'm me let me roll the it. dice. Let me roll the yeah, we're done. Yeah. We're done with yeah, it. Uh, we don't have to talk about that. We talk about the number ones, and if we don't like it, we don't move on. I am not moving on with that. So we'll have to find something else. And we have a bunch of books coming out. We're waiting for the Marvel solicits to drop as well, so that it will end up, you know, kind of giving us but hope for new the future. Ones. We always, I like the, I like miniseries. I, I think that that's what I like the most of the Marvel side, as opposed to DC. DC keeps going with these maxi series, and by the end of those, I'm already so sick yeah, of them. The problem and is once you realize
1: great. three issues in, there, no good. Yeah. Well, you got nine more issues and, to and deal really, with. And really,
0: I'll tell you, I think that Marvel actually has been more good than bad with their mini. So I, yeah. I do enjoy those. So yeah, we'll do that. And Brandon will come up with whatever he thinks is a mini or a limited series and a one shot. <laughs> It'll just make up the rules. So that is it. Thanks, everybody. Again, you can go to our Twitter, WS Comics. We'll follow you back. If you follow us, you can go to our website, WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com. Reviews drop on Wednesday some a little bit even earlier. Uh, you end up can you can also go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science, where we have a bunch of shows, including that spotlight that we had that had that Jessica Jones blind spot that we really liked yeah, last it was week. Book and of then the week. also the revenge of the cosmic ghost Rider number two that brandon liked we'll we'll leave it there Uh, yeah you like that Uh, so he could be wrong sometimes but and uh yeah that'll be it you can support us for that and all that jazz but we're done we're gonna get out of here always leave now i get all fired up and now i gotta go and calm myself down i'm gonna go eat dinner so thanks everybody see you in a couple days